Welcome to Life with Coach J. I am Coach J, aka Jules or Juliana, and thank you for listening to today's podcast. This is really a space that I'm trying to build where I can share my journey over the last 10 years or so as I try to become more mindful and heal myself so I can be happy and at peace. I promise to be vulnerable and as authentic as possible, which is really going to be crucial for today. So again, I am so grateful for your time and let's jump into today's warm up. Today, I really want to talk about the masks that we wear. So how we view ourselves versus how we portray ourselves and how other people interpret that portrayal. So I know that's a lot. There's a lot of components to that. The first one is about, again, how we view ourselves. So our relationship to ourselves. Wearing a mask is how we view ourselves and being worried about others' interpretations of our, our, our self-view. And then finally, right, that component of how others view us or, or what they actually think of us, which is completely out of our control. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because as we are progressing more and and I'm creating more podcast episodes, I obviously have to listen to things as I edit them. And I think, is that what I sound like? (laughs) Is that really me? Um, And as I put myself out there and there's people who are strangers listening to this and there's also people who are friends, I get worried about what my friends think and get overly concerned if what they're thinking matches what I usually portray or what I think about. So we're going to get into a lot of that in our main set. Uh, I'm going to be going deep into how even this part of my journey of putting my words out into the world um, has been a great exercise on my self-reflection in defining who I am and my relationship to self. But before we go into that even further, I of course want us to uh, go a little bit deeper than just our warm up and head into a few drills that I think will be valuable um, in taking the most out of my story. So without further ado, let's get into that. Okay, take a deep breath and I want you to tell me who you are. Who are you? Give me words that describe yourself. All the words you can think of, write them down on your paper, speak them out loud, internalize them. Really reflect 
on your word choice. Pick your top three, just your top three that you use to describe yourself. Is there a theme to those words? Are they relational? Are you describing yourself as a mother, a son, a movie star, a goddess? Are you describing yourself by your occupation? Or are you using words that are physical? I'm tall, short, I'm brunette, I'm skinny, I'm curvy. What about non-physical traits? Are you describing yourself as intelligent? Are you describing yourself as hardworking or funny? Pay attention if there's a pattern there. Also pay attention if these are things that you can control. When we look at the masks we wear or how we view ourselves, how much of how we define ourselves are things that happen to us instead of things that we can actively become. I had a teacher in high school who has been ingrained in me since my freshman year, uh, so about 16 years ago, that said, when anyone asks you to define yourself, the first word out of your mouth should always be intelligent. And I let that sink in for a little bit. And I thought, you know what? Intelligence is something that we all are. And it's also something inherent, but it's also something that you can work towards. You can always become more intellectual on a topic. You can always portray yourself as being intellectual. That's always something you can control. You can't control your height. You can't control your eye color. There's so many variables you can't control. Yet why do we define ourselves by that? And why should we care about that? Now, the things we can control, how are we putting that out to the world? How are we looking at these traits and qualities when we describe ourselves and someone else looking at it? So using your top three descriptors, see if you can ask your best friend, how would you describe me? And you might be really surprised. So keep that in mind because we're about to jump into our main set. So how did we get here this week on this topic of the masks we wear and the way we view ourselves? Well, like I said earlier, listening to podcast recordings and doing editing was a really great mirror into how I view myself. A lot of times when I'm recording, uh, that's very stream of conscious, very much me going through thoughts. 
And as I was listening and editing, there was a fear inside of me about how my friends are going to react. Because my friends know me as a much different person. They know me as someone bubbly and outgoing and really exciting and talk quickly. And a lot of times I'm taking pauses and I'm talking slower and I'm talking softer. And that is a little bit of anxiety for me. And I was also confused about how people are going to react to this. And I had to realize that me talking out into the world, it's letting people in to a side of me or a way that I see myself or the way that I portray myself to myself. So the way that I I talk on this, that's my inner voice. Again, people think that I'm always around and I'm always bubbly and I'm always talkative, which I am. When I'm around people I love or I'm excited on a topic. But a lot of my time is spent on my own and a lot of time is spent in my head. So the voice that you hear, the slow, methodical, the pauses... That's kind of like my inner voice. You know, I was in an office um, about a month ago and someone that I was on phone calls with, uh, we were in the office together and he wants to make small talk and he goes, so what do you do for fun? And my answer, I kid you not, was I, I, I like to stare at walls and think. That was my response. Not that I like to work out. I like to play with my cat. I like to read or listen to podcasts. No, I like to stare at the wall and think. And again, how many people who I consider best friends or close friends understand that side of me? And if they don't, Is it really their fault? Because what is the mask that I am putting on and portraying to them? And why am I afraid to lift up the mask so that they can see me? Why is it so hard to be yourself? Yeah, we're going deep, guys. Um, Another thing that brought me to this understanding was, you know, this week I rediscovered myself again. So I recently moved and um, I'm many states away from my home state. And my mom's been sending me packages for my old bedroom. So I asked her, can you send me my books? Because I love my books. And I was unpacking books and putting them on the bookshelf. And I found uh, a few books that I forgot I even had. One of them, which I have in front of me, is uh, it's called The Voice of Knowledge by Janet Mills. Um, and it, it's, it's, uh, it says a practical guide to inner peace. 
Toltec wisdom book. Um, actually, it's also penned by Don Miguel Ruiz, who's the author of The Four Agreements, uh, which is something I love. And I kid you not, I forgot that I read this book when I first started trying to figure it all out for myself. Ten years ago, in college, right out of college, this was a book that I read. And I was flipping through it, and I was seeing, you know, where I, where I folded pages, where I highlighted things. And they, they, they re-resonated with me. It's like things that I forgot, but then I remembered. And it was a, it was a, an aha moment, uh, this past week. So I thought about all the other things that I had read or that influenced my life and how I forgot about them. One of the, um, big, big, uh, literary or, or media that had impacted me, um, Brene Brown. So when Brene Brown first hit the scene, I tried to read and consume as much as possible. And there was this idea that I, that I took and I wrote down in some notebook many moons ago, which I don't think my mom can find or send to me because I have no idea where it is. But I'm going to slow down for this one so it can really sink in. I wrote down, be courageous to be vulnerable. Be vulnerable to be authentic. And be authentic to be free. So again, that's you have to be courageous to be vulnerable. Be vulnerable to be authentic. And be authentic to be free. So here's where I struggle and maybe many of you struggle with this as well. Where am I being my authentic self and where am I putting on this mask and why do I care about the mask that I'm wearing? Why do I care if I'm talking slower or talking faster? Why do I care if to someone I seem sexy versus seem smart? Where is that balance? So, so much of life we, we talk about balance. So where is that? And I even want to know, does it matter? So let's, let's take it back because uh, I don't want to get too ahead of myself on, on, again, exploring wearing these masks. I can say without a doubt that when I wear a mask and when I wear a mask for the purpose of caring what another person thinks, I never have as great an outcome as when I'm being authentic. And if we reverse engineer, right, from freedom to authentic to vulnerable to courageous, when 
I don't have the courage to be vulnerable. And if I'm not vulnerable, I can't be authentic. And if I'm not being free, then that kind of comes out of me. If I'm in a work environment where I can't be myself, I don't feel free. And if I feel caged, I'm not happy. I will be the first to admit that I ruined what could have been an incredible relationship five, six years ago because I wasn't courageous enough to be vulnerable and authentic. Yeah. And you think I would have learned from that, but <laughs> still reading the same mistakes. Um, still, you know, have to remind myself to be courageous and vulnerable, vulnerable, authentic, authentic freedom or authentic to be free. Um, because I keep putting on that mask because I keep caring what another person thinks. And again, I, I, I see it all the time. I went on a date last week, for example, and um, really great guy, normal, lots of great qualities, definitely someone who I could see having a relationship with in the future. And I got a text right after the date, like, it was great, didn't feel the chemistry, um, best of luck. And I kind of replayed this date in my mind. And thought, oh no, you did too much of this. You smiled too much. You spoke too much. You talked about, you know, all these friends that are guys. And I had to stop that self-talk, that, that, that relationship with myself. Um, and go, okay. Maybe you shouldn't have talked about all your friends that are guys, but that's your life. You have some really amazing people in your life who are the opposite sex, who you just so happen to date once in a blue moon or, or once upon a time, but that's you. And if you were anything less than you, you are not being true. That might be a Winnie the Pooh quote. <laughs> or something Disney. But, again, I always go back to the mask. And as much as I went into that situation, that specific situation, trying not to have a mask on, we all do it. We all put on a mask. And I'm not going to walk into work on Monday and talk about my dating life or a wild weekend. But at the same time, I'm also not going to go out on a date and, and have the business side of me come out. So why is this important? Why are we talking about the masks? Because at the end of the day, there's so many relationships in this, in this world. We, we've talked about previously all the different type of relationships you can have. 
But one of the most important ones is with yourself. And I'm starting to accept that, yeah, I could have many masks. I could have on many masks, and it's not that it's a mask. It's just who I am. And sometimes I could have on three masks at the same time. And sometimes I could have on no mask. And when I have on no mask, I'm still wearing some sort of a mask. Maybe it's just a really hydrating facial mask to, you know, reverse aging. (laughs) But I think that idea of of self-acceptance is really, all jokes aside, what I have to work on um, this upcoming week is, you know, when I'm putting on that mask, is it an authentic mask? So if I want to put on my Coach J hat, am I an authentic Coach J? If I'm going out on a date and I'm putting on first date Juliana mask, is that authentic to who I am? Because the other side of the relationship which we can now talk about is how that person interprets that mask. And in those scenarios, I can't have any interpretation. Like, I mean, I can't interpret it for them. They have to do it on their own. And I have to hope that, you know, we can interpret in the same way, whether, again, that is work-related, romantic relationships, familiar relationships. That mask I put on and what I portray, the only thing I can control is its authenticity. And if that is authentic to who I am. If I'm okay with who I am and portraying that aspect of myself to whomever it may be. Because if you don't, you'll lose yourself. And I think over time, again, with reading these different books and seeing all these things come back into my life, I realize that I have lost myself at certain times. I have gotten swept up in relationships where I'm too concerned if I'm talking too much or if I'm too smart, if I'm just too anything. Um, same with work. If you're, if you're too aggressive or assertive, if you're not quick enough, not sharp enough, if you're not pretty enough out in the world... And that lessens yourself. And then that makes you try to put on different masks that don't fit you right. So, yeah, I just, I'm just ready to be okay with who I am. And I know that all of that needs to come down to courage.
courage to do the work, courage to confront feelings and emotions, vulnerability to know that you're safe, to know that these things are normal, to really be your authentic self and feel freedom. And I think once you have all that freedom where you feel free, you know, that's when life, that's when life really, really starts. So confronting yourself and your evil demons, totally easy, right? Well, everyone, like I said, uh, I am on this healing journey, healing mentality, and I am so grateful, so thankful that you are along uh, and a part of it, because although I know that I have work to do and I will continue to do what's necessary, um, it helps you know, it, it helps knowing that there's other people who are going through the same thing or who are just listening or knowing that what I'm going through and sharing um, could potentially be part of your life. So thank you again and I'll catch you next time. Hi. It's Coach Jay. I don't always know what is going to be in store for my life, but I know I'm going to be here for it. And if you want to be a part of it too and never miss a story, then make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. You'll be updated on when a new episode drops, which means a new part of my life journey. Thanks.